0: all righty hello again, everyone and welcome to it it is the Derek Hunter podcast for what the hell is the date today 16th it's Martin Luther King day of January 2022 holiday many of you are off I hope you are we will get to all the news of the day in a second first let me thank everybody patreon.com slash Podcast or com for supporting the show and the weekend f and review and all that and entering the contest i'll have the winner of the contest announced at the end of the program along with the new book blah 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 you know the drill i'm trying to rush through this just because i want to get to the stuff man let's get to them like hunter biden showing up at a tea party Let's just get to the stuff. So let's just get to the stuff, shall we? There is, of course, lots going on in the world today. Takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. We got to talk about the president of the United States. There are... It, <laughs> it's unbelievable. how this, It's unbelievable how this guy works. The media is mad at Joe Biden, but they're mad at Joe Biden and trying to do some semblance of journalism while simultaneously wrestling with the idea that they have to protect their guy, they got to protect their friend, their uh, their hero. He's not their hero; he's the hero of the moment. They have to protect the Democrat. It's it's kind of like what I imagine being a Secret Service agent is like for like a low level person, but still, you know somebody who deserves Secret Service protection, but you hate the person you're protecting. You just hate the. I'll, I'll, I don't know anything about Chelsea Clinton and whether or not she's insufferable. I'm just using her as an example. And you know what? Just in the spirit of bipartisanship, because I'm so caring, let's just say that Jenna Bush was a real pain in the butt, a real just annoying kid. I don't know that she was. I don't know that she wasn't. But let's just pretend that she was. But let's pretend that she's, you know, 25 years old and not 16. Like your president, your dad's president at, and you're 16 years old. You're going to, I don't know, your worldview is a little polluted. By 25, you should have your act together. But if you're just a total jerk, well, could you actually use Hunter? But if you're a total jerk to everybody around you, including those people whose job it is really to not only protect your life, but theoretically sacrifice theirs in order to protect yours, and that person is a jerk and treats everybody like, crap, you're going to be like something's going down. Uh, maybe you take your time. I know, I know. This, no no emails, please. The Secret Service are professionals. But you get the gist of it. People are uh, just uh, in the back of their minds. They're like, you know, I, I, if somebody takes a swing at this jackhole's nose, I'm going to fully understand it. Not that the Secret Service would ever do that, but that's kind of the way that the media is right now. They are almost like the secret service, the political secret service for Democrats. Right now, the Democrat in charge is Joe Biden. So they have uh, a job to do. If they want to keep their jobs, they have to protect the Democrat. But this story with these documents, because they keep finding more, well, actually they found a bunch more. They keep informing us that they found more is annoying these people. you got to take one for the team, but then you, the team keeps on asking other people to come in and punch you right in the face. You're like, wait a second, You know, I'll take one for you, but the, why are you inviting the other team to come in and, and punch me in the face? Why are you inviting the fans to come in and punch me in the face? This all goes back to a, a fundamental problem for the media. This is where you can trace all of this. They aren't doing their jobs. They do not do their jobs in general. This comes as a surprise, and they say, well, the, it's coming out now. because Why is this coming out now? Why is it, I love these questions. Why is this coming out now? I know why this is coming out now. Stop all the presses. I know why this is coming out now because there are zero journalists with connections and sources inside this administration who do anything except regurgitate exactly what this administration wants regurgitated on the pages of their newspapers or on their websites or in their video reports. There's no cultivating sources to try and get information that maybe, just maybe, the administration, those in power, you know, the people that the left claims to speak truth to, that they don't want you to know. There's none of that. So if you're not looking for anything, guess what you're not going to find? Anything. Until it absolutely, literally falls into your lap. There came a point when they could no longer hold this back, or it was advantageous to no longer hold this back. There have been two months since the election, and so they said, okay, now we'll get this out. Somebody go ahead, because it's going to come out eventually. Whether it's, you know, you, you don't want it to be as far away from an election as possible, but it's going to come out eventually just because it will. There will be some kind of filing. Some some person will come across it and go, oh, yeah, that's weird. So it's better to release it on your terms, just after a midterm, two years before the next presidential election, so you can say it's old news, makes Joe Biden look bad. Let's just get it out now. And we've got, you know, a holiday weekend coming up on top of it. But if journalists had been doing their job, if journalists had been cultivating sources, there is a high probability, and I mean a lot of sources, there is a high probability that somebody might have brought this to the attention of some journalist somewhere along the lines, right? Don't you think? sure as hell seems that way, yet that's not what happened. So you can sit there and be angry. Why are they only telling us now? But really the question they should be asking, we all should be asking, is why are you only asking this now? Why are you only asking this now? Why are you now suddenly going, hey, wait a second, we should look into these sorts of things? Where were the questions beforehand? That's the $64,000 question. So as you sit there and you go, wow, these guys are really, um, they are giving the Biden administration a hard time. And I understand, that's sort of what the conventional wisdom is. Well, these people are really sticking it to the Biden administration. They're really not sticking it to the Biden administration. They're not. They're doing some semblance of what their job should be. Just to give you an example. There's a guy, he's since blocked me on on Twitter because he can't take even mild criticism. None of these people can. They are wildly thin-skinned creatures. A guy named Pete Muntean. I think that's how you pronounce it. M-U-N-T-E-A-N. Pete Muntean. He is the CNN correspondent covering aviation and transportation. His beat is aviation and transportation. It's a pretty narrow beat, right? Well, on Friday morning, no, I guess it was Thursday, Thursday afternoon, sorry. He tweeted out, Scoop, remember how they had all the planes shut down in the country because of uh, software failure because of computer system failure. It says, Scoop, FAA software that failed, causing 10,000-plus flight delays, is 30 years old, and he puts an exclamation point in parentheses, and at least six years away from being updated, a government official tells me. Secretary Buttigieg has held multiple meetings and, quote, has made it very clear, end quote, He wants no TAM, that's what the system is called, system fixed faster than planned. Now, this is breaking. He put it, this is a scoop. We've got this amazing scoop. His beat is this. He's been on it for a while. He's not new. He didn't just fall off the turnip truck. He didn't just graduate from college, and this is his first job outside of the mailroom. This is his beat. Has he never talked to anybody in the FAA, seeing as how that's his beat? Should he not have had multiple conversations with all sorts of people inside the FAA saying, hey, what are some of the problems? What are the issues? What needs to be addressed? Because I think that a system that keeps track of all the planes and allows for all the planes to fly in the country, having the software be 30 years old, Meaning, you know, that's right up there. It's akin to all of those AOL CD-ROMs you get mailed to. You remember those things? It's around that same time when this was designed. And it hasn't been updated since then. And it's still six years away from being updated. You'd think that would be one of the things that somebody would come up with. If you're covering, hey, my job is to cover this hospital. Hey, you know, talk to a couple people working that hospital and ask them, hey, any problems, anything that could be a problem? And they find out that yeah, no, they don't they don't use any disinfectant at all under any circumstances on anything. Huh. You should find out these things so that when things go bad, when there's a massive outbreak of I don't know, infections, and they go, you know, you know what, the staff doesn't really wash their hands and the the administration actively discourages staff from washing their hands that you wouldn't be caught off guard by this. Maybe you have the story, and here's an idea, because it kind of, they tried to, it's atrophied the eight years of the Obama administration, really preceded by the eight years of the Bush administration, really destroyed journalism. I guess you could say the Clinton administration, too. They tried to do some journalism with Monica Lewinsky, but by the time they got spun, and they decided that they were on the team, but at the beginning of it, they were doing journalism but at some point you should have the story of hey our nationwide flight system every plane in the air over the continental United States is there and managed by a piece of software that's 30 years old and there are six years away from updating it that should be the story before it fails before it crashes whatever it is they're trying to blame one person for it crashing but whatever it is those sorts of stories should have been the story before it happens right but that's not what we get this story this business this breaking news about joe biden having classified documents thrown willy-nilly all over the place shouldn't have come as a surprise two months after it was known effective journalists would be cultivating sources and checking with them regularly, and making it clear to them that uh, if they have information that the public should know about, come to them uh, months ago, two months ago, when it happened. Instead, they're sitting there going, "Why didn't you? Why not you tell us two months? Why didn't you tell us before the election? You knew before the election. Why didn't you tell us before the election? Well, it's your job to find stuff out." Why didn't you find this out until two months after the election? That's a better question. That politicians would deign to try to hide something from the public is not news. It's not shocking. It's it's what they all do. Every single one of them have things that either are none of the public's business or are embarrassing or whatever. They go, God, I hope nobody ever finds out about this. It's the journalist's job to find out about it. Now, if it's just that, you know, they have some sort of weird personal peccadilloes that they did, then it's none of nobody's business. It's not newsworthy. But if it is every third Thursday of the month, they stop by this rock and rock Creek park and pick up an envelope full of money from the Chinese communists. I'd like them you know, to, to discover that if it's that, Hey, for six years, they had highly classified documents floating around in their garage and their office and another office and who knows where. And, uh, who knows what, that should be something that journalists discover, not something that an administration, when it suits their needs best politically, gets around to admitting. So all of this pearl clutching from the media class of, oh, you believe this? And there are angryish reports, and I'll play them for you in a minute. There are angryish reports from all three of the major networks. How could they do this? What is going on? Oh, my goodness. The anger should be directed at themselves. Why didn't you discover this? Why aren't you digging on this? Why aren't you asking the questions? All of the things, every story that has come out negative or even with a hint of negativity or possibly damaging to the Democrat administration currently in power is not explored. It is poo-pooed. It is explained away. It is written about in the sense of this is what Republicans are saying, but you can't really trust Republicans. You know how Republicans Republicans are attacking Joe Biden for uh, Hunter Biden's drug addiction and ties to Chinese communists and blah, blah, blah. Well, okay, well, why don't you, I don't know, explain Hunter Biden's ties to Chinese communists. Is that, is that too much to ask? Apparently it's too much to ask, but they'll do stories about the Republican response to it, not about the substance itself. Just like all these stories when, they, when CBS News finally got around, they did a five-minute report on the fact that the Hunter Biden laptop was actually genuine. They, after (laughs) two years, took their copy that they had to some cyber experts that they knew, one like this field just started, and they said, yeah, we've validated everything on here. It's all true. What that five-minute report did, it was about how they validated it and that they validated it. What that five-minute report didn't do was tell you anything that was on it. They didn't show any clips of Hunter smoking crack. They didn't show any clips of Hunter talking to obviously human trafficked prostitutes. Nothing. No talk of the business discussions and overseas business or ten percent for the big. There was none of that. It was all just well. Uh, we validated that. You, oh, so you, you two years later you did something you could have done inside of I don't know a day, two years ago, but instead two years earlier you'd run stories about how this is Russian disinformation and the New York Post is falling for it and the Republicans are spreading lies and Leslie Stahl tells Donald Trump that she can't say, can't say that on 60 Minutes, we can't validate it. You wonder why these people are hated. They deserve it. Now I want to play you the, uh, the exhibits that I'm talking about when it comes to the media is very upset. They're very, very upset about, it. oh my goodness, can you believe Joe Biden? They're mad because Joe Biden let them down. And Joe Biden let them down personally, like, I thought he was perfect, and now it turns out he's not perfect. It's not that kind of letdown. Joe Biden let these people down because these people wanted Donald Trump destroyed. They wanted, they need Donald Trump destroyed. Honestly, they do. God, they hate that man. They hate that man with the passion of a burning white hot sun. They really, really honest and truly do. And they thought they had him with this thing, because if he did have classified material, I, I think I think Donald Trump has a great case for, I don't have to fill out paperwork, I don't have to get it notarized and signed a triplicate to declassify things, it's just declassified. Provided there were actually any documents that were truly classified, we don't really know the nature of the documents. And I sure as hell wouldn't take the word of anybody who has been telling you they know the any of these journalists to tell you that oh these are national security secrets uh, they really weren't but whatever they're mad at Joe Biden because now Joe Biden did the same thing actually Joe Biden what Joe Biden did was worse that's why you're seeing in all the coverage when there's discussion of it discussion is different than coverage when there's discussion of it particularly on MSNBC and CNN what are they saying and the view too Oh, it's very few documents, less than 10 or 20. They don't know, but they're automatically ascribing this value to it. Now, these people, they're taking the word of the Biden administration for this, which is weird because the Biden administration are the ones that have covered this up. The Biden administration are the ones who said, oh, yeah, we, uh, there were documents discovered back on November the 2nd uh, the by, by Joe Biden's lawyers cleaning out his office. None of them said, well, why is Joe Biden sending expensive lawyers to clean out his office? Why would you find me the most, get me the world's greatest brain surgeon? I need my gutters cleaned. Wait a second. What? Yeah, no, no, no. I need my gutters. I need the yard raked. I need all of these things done. What the hell do you need the the brain surgeon for? That guy makes a fortune. I'll pay whatever his day rate is. I don't care. I just need him to clean out my things. That would seem stupid because it would be stupid. Just as stupid as sending high-priced, $1,000 an hour, more, lawyers to clean out an office you barely used. And lo and behold, they suddenly discover these documents. Now, what I don't know, and I'd be curious because I haven't seen anybody ask this question. Do these lawyers have security clearances? Are they legally allowed to be handling these documents? Were they legally allowed to be handling these documents? If they were, then you have to really ask the question, Joe Biden's pleading ignorance. I didn't know that this stuff was there. Why would you then send high-priced lawyers with security clearances to clean out your office? You see, it doesn't take much effort to really come up with serious questions that deserve to be, need to be asked, actually. But apparently nobody with a press credential asks them. Oh boy, howdy, I could go all day on this thing, but... I want to play you these clips from the news reports. And just listen, this is great in that first I'm going to play you CBS. CBS is particularly angry. But it will dissipate. Now, I think this is good because more people watch these three networks than really anything else. And sit there and say, Fox News is the most watched news, cable, blah, blah. It doesn't matter. On a good night, they get three, three and a half million people. That's 1% of the population. Combined, these three networks reach about 20 million people every day. These network newscasts, about 20 million people every day. Because most people come home and they flip on whatever and they're getting ready for Jeopardy or Wheel of Fortune or whatever. And they, ah, you, know, oh, you know what, I'll watch the local news and then that parlays right into the national news. And then it's, it's Wheel. So, more people will have seen these reports than all of the, uh, than everything on Fox this week, honestly. That's why this matters. We'll see how long this tone sticks around. I can't imagine very long. One thing missing from this is any dogged pursuit of more information. So, that's why I think it has a very short shelf life. But anyway, listen to the CBS News report, not only the substance, but the tone
1: you notably yesterday were pressing the white house press secretary for more information were stonewalled at every single turn the white house has been reluctant to provide really any information on this matter when you listen to the attorney general this morning what stands out to you what additional questions do you have
2: where to begin Nora? but the most notable now is that this discovery of a second batch of classified documents actually occurred on december 20th before christmas at his home in wilmington delaware notably today he was quite glib when asked to explain why he was storing these uh, documents apparently in his garage a reporter pointed out it's the same garage where he stores his corvette he grew somewhat defensive saying yes and both the corvette and those documents were behind a locked garage either way that would appear to be in violation of federal law that says classified documents aren't supposed to be sitting in someone's garage the way they are the white house counsel's office has issued two statements since cbs news first broke this story they were vague to some extent now about the timeline at least based on what the attorney general just told us while they may have been cooperating with the justice department and while they are claiming that they're being somewhat transparent now by telling us what they know and president saying he was surprised he withheld information about that second batch. He also withheld details of the timeline and that's going to raise a lot of questions, at least in the public and political space, about why a president who vowed to be so transparent from day one has decided to withhold this. Remember, there was nothing stopping the president of the United States from disclosing this when he first learned about it in November. Nothing that would have stopped him from saying before the Justice Department began, we found these, we weren't supposed to have them, we've turned them over and get ahead of it. Instead, For whatever reason, among the questions we haven't been able to answer why, he has decided to withhold this information, and we'll see later today when the press secretary is scheduled to take questions again whether or not more information is forthcoming or whether this announcement from the special counsel now means that they have to withhold even more information. But Also important to point out, for somebody who campaigned on trying to bring professionalism and better management of federal government to Washington, he now joins his predecessors as the subject of an investigation by a special counsel.
0: <laughs> Ed O'Keefe is mad. And Nora O'Donnell is mad, too. They are very, but they're mostly disappointed. And now he joins his predecessors. Now he completely, we we're going to nail Donald Trump to the floor with this thing. And now we can't. Now we can't because what Joe Biden did is worse. Joe Biden, Donald Trump had legal access to all classified material and he could do with it whatever the hell he wanted. As president of the United States, the vice president has no such powers. Can't declassify squat. So he kind of cramped the style of Democrats. He took away a campaign issue. But I do, he's, he's... why would this... Per- I love the question. I mean, at least they're asking it. Maybe someday they'll come to... Because I think some of these people don't realize how biased they are. Some of them, I mean, you're not dealing with the brightest people in the world. But he's sitting there going, why would, why would this administration keep this secret for two months? Why would they discover this back on November 2nd and then not tell anybody until after the election? Like, hey, uh, I think you just answered your own question there, Ed. You're hairy Republicans, threat to national security, threat to democracy, blah, 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 blah. We are the ones who brought back common sense and uh, competence to govern. And then you, you've got this story. Well, who would want that story out there? Hey, here's the strategy meeting. We've got something that will really undercut a large percentage of the argument we've been making to the American people. Great. Let's get it out there. Let the people have access to as much information as humanly possible. Boy, howdy, what could go wrong? That's never going to happen. People would be vomited out of that meeting if they said that. But it wasn't just CBS News. Next, we have NBC News, and they're reporting on this
2: president biden campaigned on a promise to be transparent we still have a lot of unanswered questions here Tom. and now the appointment of this special counsel this is a very significant development indeed and of course we continue to try to get response here from the white house a-
3: and crystal and Kristen, to be absolutely clear here there is the issue of transparency correct because it's been news organizations that have been breaking the news about these documents the first batch the second batch and now we've learned about this third document, a a single document that was also found at his home.
2: It's such an important point, Tom, and uh, I pressed White House Press Secretary Kareem Jean-Pierre yesterday during her briefing on that very point that President Biden did campaign on a promise of transparency. These stories are being broken by the news media, not by the White House. Now, the White House counsel's office did put out a statement vowing to update the public on any information. That statement went out before NBC News broke the story about the existence of a second batch of classified documents. So there are still going to be a lot of questions swirling about that issue of transparency.
0: These people are really, really shocked and surprised and seemingly disappointed. Wait a second. You promised to tell us the truth and tell us everything and be transparent, and it turns out you might not, you might not be. That tells you more about the reporters, doesn't it? That they were actually expecting this administration to be wildly transparent, to throw open the shutters. And then it tells you something retroactively about the coverage that they've been doing, that they... Have to this point not viewed anything with skepticism that the administration has told them because well they said they were going to be transparent so when they said that uh, Joe hadn't you know no discussions at all with Hunter about his overseas business. That's just them being transparent. There's no reason to forget about what Tony Bobulinski has in, in uh, has said publicly. Forget about what the Hunter Biden laptop says in emails, what the actual emails from Hunter Biden say. Forget all of that stuff. They They told us they're transparent and they said they don't do this stuff. So that means they don't do this stuff, right? And now suddenly, it's like a kid waking up and to find their parents reaching under their pillow to grab their tooth and replace it with a, a I don't know what you give a kid for a tooth these days, 10 bucks probably, uh, you get, replace it with a with a ten spot. I mean, wait, what are you doing? Uh, where's the, what did you, did you beat up the uh, tooth fairy for breaking it? And then they start to draw those conclusions. Like, wait a second, maybe this whole house of cards is starting to crumble down and my world is coming to an end as I knew it hmm, maybe, they won't ever fully get there, they'll be back, by next week, they'll be back on the team, but it is interesting to note how they are, uh, at least for now, seemingly wildly disappointed, seemingly wildly disappointed, it's like, you're dating Hugh Hefner, and it turns out that Hugh Hefner wasn't wasn't loyal or you're dating Leonardo DiCaprio as a uh, 25-year-old Victoria's Secret model and you turn 26 and suddenly he's dating another 25-year-old Victoria's Secret model. You're just blindsided by this news.
3: Eh,
0: you wouldn't have been if you looked. You wouldn't have been if you were paying attention. And now here's uh,
4: ABC News's crack at it. And David, I have to tell you, Uh, The attorney general used the word extraordinary in part because it is extraordinary. You have a sitting president two years into his term, and now he will be the subject of a full-scale criminal investigation. The bottom line here, David, is that these documents, which are classified, are supposed to be housed in very specific locations. You heard the attorney general say that the, this, the office, the Penn Biden Center office, was not a place that was prescribed to, a, to be allowed to keep these kinds of documents. And when that occurs, the Justice Department takes it quite seriously. And now I'm told as well that the key for this decision, in part was built on the fact that these new documents, discovered in December, discovered in December, were at his garage. It makes it more difficult to explain away the notion that the president himself might not have been personally involved in getting those documents to his private property. That will have to be determined, but the FBI has begun an investigation to look and talk to the people involved in moving those documents, David. Extraordinary situation. Documents were out of place for nearly six years. and The Justice Department now is tasked with finding out why were they out of place, who was responsible for, for, for putting them there, and what were the circumstances another key david they will look very closely at the documents i'm told to look at the content and to see if there's any financial gain the vice president and now president would have gotten out of having these materials that will be key as well yeah make no mistake up uh, here president biden faces serious questions about these classified documents uh, himself <laughs> he faces serious
0: not from us
4: but uh, somebody
0: And then, of course, you watch, it it will change. The tone will change. In fact, it's changing a little bit. CNN, quote, White House aide's process to pack up Biden's workspace was muddled and hurried as he used his office until the final minutes of his vice presidency. See, it was muddled and hurried. They were trying to get out. And in that story, they talk about how they were very concerned about And they used the picture of Biden receiving the Presidential Medal of Freedom for the picture because, you know, there's no subtlety anymore. This is CNN, after all, right? Those closing days of Biden's vice presidency were a flurry of packing mementos, photographs, and personal papers, people familiar with the matter say. Though most of Biden's files and documents were turned over to the National Archives in a process that began several weeks before he left office, last-minute work continued up until the hours... He departed the White House for Donald Trump's inauguration. The looming arrival, this is the kicker, the looming arrival of Trump to the White House left many Obama and Biden aides weary of the future and eager to cement many of their accomplishments. It was an uneasy moment, according to many who lived through it. Oh, so the existence of the Trump administration coming in, that's what threw CNN for a loop. Quote, it was just a really weird time for everyone, the source told CNN. (laughs) It doesn't change the fact that these people mishandled classified material. Now, what I promise you is going on right now, and I promise you this is going on right now, they are combing through everybody who worked in the White House and who worked with the Vice President's office, who could conceivably have been accused or could be accused of having packed up these boxes, and they're trying to find somebody who died they're hoping to find somebody who died and they said, well you know eddie uh Eddie was in charge or Eddie was one of the people who was packing up joe biden's offices, and he just didn't know he threw these things. Eddie has since passed, but Eddie did it. they can't do somebody who's alive because there's a real possibility that person would face at least an investigation and high legal fees and a little bit of a tarnish to their reputation, even in Democratic circles. So they're trying to find somebody who died to blame for this. I don't know if anybody has died or not, but I suspect if we get a name of who packed up the office, I suspect that person will have passed. Am I too cynical? Nah. So now I want to go to uh, some more audio. This, This is not a surprise to these people that they are so horrible at the messaging on this is a testament to how clueless they are, the White House, the President of the United States. Peter Ducey asked, it because they've been avoiding, every time that Joe Biden or uh, the historic Karine Jean-Pierre have uh, been asked about Joe Biden's mishandling, illegal handling of... These classified secrets. See, because Joe Biden is being investigated, with the special prosecutor, special counsel, uh, for violating possibly, actually, probably, the Espionage Act. They never talk about it in those terms, but that would be the criminal statute, the Espionage Act. And every they they threw that around like you wouldn't believe when it was Donald Trump. Why? Because they want to associate Donald Trump with insurrection and espionage and oh he was probably trying to sell it to his good friend vladimir putin etc etc joe biden was sharing an office in georgetown in the immediate aftermath of his vice presidency with his crack smoking drug addicted prostitute loving mentally unstable could not get a security clearance son hunter and that is where, supposedly, these documents were stored for a year as the Biden Center at uh, Penn, the Penn-Biden Center, was being stood up, was collecting Chinese Communist money. But there was a third person there that I was sharing this office with, where they were sharing the uh, the storage of these documents. It was a Chinese Communist business partner of Hunter Biden's. Yeah, you see the circle always completes with these leftists. They always accuse Republicans of all these things and they are all these untied loose ends that don't really make any sense and they never come together. But the Democrats actually do those things. We can connect them. They shared the office space with this guy. It was the three of them had this office and Joe used it to store classified materials. Do you think that the Chinese communist business partner of Hunter, while Hunter was probably not a show up at nine and leave at five kind of guy because he was neck deep in prostitutes and crack cocaine, there was a lot of times when he probably wasn't around that office, which would leave the Chinese communist businessman alone in an office or alone to have access to an office where Joe Biden was storing classified national security secrets of the United States of America. Do you think that that guy might have said, uh, it's a boring Tuesday. I going to go root through Joe's office. I just want to see what he's got in there. Just not even thinking that Joe would be stupid enough to have classified materials, unless, of course, the Chinese communist government requested them, which is entirely possible. He was a wholly owned subsidiary of them, still probably is. But more likely, you never know. You could just find interesting things. Look, when I was uh, at the Heritage Foundation and in the bookstore, before I'd gotten into policy, one of my jobs, one of the things I did when I volunteered to do was do a full inventory of all the books that they had. There was, I'd only heard stories of it, but there was a storage facility off-site over in southeast dc bit of a bunker really but it was a giant warehouse that was uh, old and nobody went there or at least nobody went there very often and certainly nobody had done any inventory nobody looked through it i crawled through every box i counted every book i did everything in there and uh, in the course of that i found all sorts of things not just books It's interesting. Oh, yes, snooping. People do do it. I know everybody. I never snoop. Everybody snoops. Everybody looks behind the medicine cabinet. It's their friend's bathroom or whatever. Everybody does it. Spare me the righteous indignation, except this was my job. But everybody does it at some point. Maybe not constantly, but at some point. Well, I found... And this was all stuff that was abandoned by the Heritage Foundation. They had ties. When I was in the bookstore, they had a red tie and a a blue tie. I still wear them occasionally uh, when I have occasion to wear a tie and can't get out of a tie. But I also found pretty much every Heritage tie that ever was in existence. They all had the Liberty Bell on it. Very cool. You could tell by the, the width of the tie what era they were from. And I took a bunch of them. There are boxes and boxes and boxes of these things. that have been sitting there since, you know, 83 or whatever. I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to take one of these black and silver ones because they're pretty cool. I found all sorts of things digging through there, and boxes and crates and things that were clearly not books. But I'm there. I got time. I'm eating a sandwich. I'm going to rip through it. If you're sitting there and you've got boxes and boxes and boxes from the former vice president. Even if you don't think there's classified material, there could be something interesting in there. There could be something useful. It doesn't have to be classified to be useful to the enemies of the United States of America. It just has to be not public information. And also just look out of morbid curiosity. Did that happen in the case of Joe Biden? We don't know. But I want to tell you the, uh, well, let's see. Let's go to the ladies in the view. Let's play the ladies on the view. You want to talk about conspiracy theorists? They are right up there. They also said the other day, "Look, we know that uh, Donald Trump is a, a criminal and a thief and a liar, but we know that Joe Biden isn't." Like, wow, that's that's amazing. Remember the believe all women? That's why they don't believe Tara Reid or they don't care about Tara Reid. Look, he's our rapist. That's all he that, that mentality is perverse and damaging to the fabric of this country. And you wonder why people hold the left in contempt. But they now have the, uh, the same sort of mentality when it comes to Joe. Listen to Joy Reid and Whoopi Goldberg make complete asses out of themselves.
1: You know, you know what I think? Against I've never Trump. seen a, a luckier person than Donald Trump. Just as we're this close well, to getting him, but you somehow but these documents it, you know appear. What? But here's
2: the thing, Biden is wrong to have done this. He, he was in wrong. office for 40 well, years to Let's
1: then. find out what this is first. Now, again, mm. one of the things That's that true. gets me crazy is before we know, it's already been spun a specific yeah. way. I don't want to see that, but I want to see someone explain to me, A, how it's possible that after all this time, nobody yeah. knew this. Because to me, if you're missing classified information, I don't mean to laugh, but in my house, if stuff is missing... I know it's Does it messy. feel like OPPO research to you? Does it feel like the Republicans are behind it? That's not I classification- It did originally, but I'm sorry, sorry. But not not now. Because one of the things one of the things he's saying is that, you know, some of these some of the locations where the docks may have been shipped in the transition I may see. have gotten I see. taken and put. But still,
0: does that make any They don't know. They just know that they're mad because, they. I told you earlier, they had Donald Trump. This was what they were going to get Donald Trump with, and now they, they can't get Donald Trump on it. It sucks. Really screwed them up. But then there's a conspiracy. Joy Reid hey, He's lucky. Maybe this was a plant. Maybe this was that. I mean, it takes a special kind of stupid to actually try and even float that idea, which brings us to Congressman Hank Johnson, Democrat. Hank Johnson became famous when he suggested in a, well, he didn't suggest, when he publicly worried at a hearing a few years ago that if the United States military were on the island of Guam, if we had a bunch of soldiers on Guam doing training, and they were all, if they all went to one side of the island, there was a pretty good chance that island was going to flip over in the ocean. <clears throat> I wish I were joking. I'm not. And I know you've heard it by now, so I'm not going to play it for you. But Hank Johnson is right there with the ladies of The View. Joe Biden
1: may well have been framed. You never know. My response to it all is that alleged classified documents showing up allegedly in the possession of, uh, of uh, Joseph Biden. Uh, you know, I mean, there's so much that needs to be... Um, Investigated, and um, and that's that's what I call for is for everything to be investigated. But I'm suspicious of the timing of it. I'm am also aware of the fact that things can be planted on people, P- places, and things can be planted. Um, or things things can be planted in places, uh, and then discovered conveniently. That may be what has occurred here. I'm not ruling that out, but i don't i'm I'm open in terms of the investigation it needs to be investigated.
0: <laughs> not ruling that out, yeah, all those deep state Republicans really woven deep, deep, deep into the bureaucracy. everybody knows that they may have planted this information, these documents. Just to hurt Joe Biden and to protect Donald Trump. Does that make any sense? anybody believe that? What kind of stupid do you have to be in order to think that you have to be the Guam may tip over kind of stupid? Even Joe Biden isn't that stupid. <laughs> That's saying something. Even Joe Biden isn't that stupid. But Joe Biden is plenty stupid. Plenty stupid. Don't get me wrong. He's, he brings a lot of stupid to the table. He uh, he confessed, he's confessed so far to this crime on a couple of occasions. When he was first asked about it by an Associated Press reporter as one of three questions, only one of which was about this, because the Associated Press isn't interested in this when it first broke. Now they're becoming more and more interested. But Joe Biden has been told by lawyers to stick to the script. They wrote in this script. And it's weird because, geez, I hope I can talk about this one day. You're the president of the United States. There's literally nobody who can stop you from talking about this. But for some reason, he says, gee, I hope I can talk about this one day. But Peter Ducey found a way to get him to go a little bit further, give a little bit more information, admit, confess even more details. And this is about the documents being stored in his garage next to his Corvette. See, if you say anything bad about his Corvette, a stupid person will always... Be right. What you, don't talk about my car like that. I'll tell you what. I secure. I want my car with a diaper. Hmm. Hunter's diaper. Uh, certainly not the diaper of Hunter's latest kid that he had with the uh, the exotic dancer, the one you don't acknowledge exists. But maybe one of the other kids. Anyway, listen to Joe Biden confess to a crime. Essentially.
4: I'm okay. Material, next year, your Corvette, what were you thinking? Let me, uh, look, I'm going to get a chance to speak on all this, God willing, soon. But as I said earlier this week, people, and by the way, my Corvette's in a locked garage. Okay, so it's not like you're sitting out in the street. So the but street anyway, in a yes, as well as my Corvette.
0: He cares more about his car than he does the fact that he just, he, he mishandled national security secrets. Well, no, no, Wait a second. You take that back about my Corvette. I take care of my Corvette. I have a ring doorbell on my house. Don't worry. That Corvette is taken care of. Oh, that, that's something, I guess. <laughs> not, not exactly secure. Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago, secured by the Secret Service, and the National Archives said, hey, put a locked cage thing there. And they did that, so he's com- actually complying with it. But you, you got a ring system. Don't worry about it, my, my Corvette. After that, Joe goes right back to reading the the statement. It's not. I'm not going to even bother playing it for you. It's not worth it. He goes back to the overly lawyered statement. But he says, "Look, it was my my. I locked. It was a locked garage. Yeah, no. I've never. Nobody's ever broken into a garage before. Especially. I mean, look. If your loser neighbor." with a drinking problem can get into your garage without your knowledge or permission to borrow a chainsaw or something how secure could a garage actually be it can't be all that secure (laughs) there are only so many configurations of a remote control uh, for a garage door opener there really just are add to that the fact that you could just you know force the door open if and you wanted to, or when people go out and take the car for a drive, eh, if it's uh, their baby, and you're in a, you know, Joe Biden doesn't live in a bad neighborhood. Joe Biden lives in a rich neighborhood because Joe Biden is a rich guy. Good old middle-class Joe. You leave the garage open. All sorts of possibilities. It's just, it's unbelievable. It's hilarious. It's unbelievable, though. It really is... Amazing, watching these people function. <laughs> but Hank, Hank, and the ladies on the View, Hank Johnson, ladies on the View. It might have been planned there. It might have been a distraction to save Donald Trump. Yes, all those deep state loyalists to Donald Trump would absolutely do this. Or it could—I mean, for that to happen, it would have to be right up there with the Hunter Biden laptop being Russian disinformation. Remember that? Oh no, this is right so. So for years, years prior, they created these laptops with incredible detail and nothing out of place, and then planted them like Johnny Appleseed throughout the country at various repair shops, and uh, just waited, just waited for their moment to pounce. Yeah, that sounds believable. I'm doing a shift for a second. You see, uh, Lisa Marie Presley died. At uh, she's fifty-four years old, and uh, you know it's way too young. Priscilla Presley announced it on uh, Twitter. Just a kind of a weird, weird situation. She's the only child of Elvis Presley, at least the only child that we know of of Elvis Presley. There's no doubt that she was Elvis's kid. She looked a lot like Elvis. Um. It, it, she 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 was famous because she married Michael Jackson. She's famous because she was Elvis's kid, and she had a mini recording career that didn't really go anywhere, so on and so forth. But I just wanted to. I, I watched the Golden Globes last week, and the Golden Globes were terrible. They were just terrible. It was. The Hollywood Foreign Press Association desperately scrambling to try and make up for what was perceived as their bigotry, blah blah blah. And so it was uh, one of those weird things where you look at this show nobody ever heard of, one because why? Well, you can speculate over established actors and established shows and everything. You just like I don't know. I haven't seen Abbott Elementary. Maybe it's the funniest show ever. But I also. I've seen The Office, the original British version of The Office. That's what Abbott, that's what half the sitcoms are these days. That's what Modern Family was. This pseudo documentary. And here's this the set up. somebody says something stupid or crazy and wild and uh, then they either look at the camera knowingly like they were in on it and joking, or somebody they were talking to saying something stupid and crazy wild well, looks at the camera and goes, wow, this person just said something stupid, crazy and wild. How am I supposed to react to it? It, is, it was innovative when Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant created it with The Office and the British version. It was even innovative when the American version took it to, to new heights. Since then, it's just nonstop. There's that Welcome to Flatch. There is uh, Abbott Elementary. All these shows, it seems like 90% of the shows on television now are these pseudo documentaries of people going, something crazy, and everybody goes, we all know this is crazy, but what are we supposed to do? Like, I don't know. Get the person mental help? Something like that. Don't put stupid people in positions of authority? <laughs> it does, does reach the point where it's kind of uh, played out. Anyway, I was watching the uh, uh, the Golden Globes and Austin Butler won for his portrayal of Elvis in the Elvis movie, which was it was a good portrayal of Elvis. The movie was bad because uh, just a style, uh, stylistically, it was just bad. Baz Luhrmann just can't make a straight movie. He's got to make a movie where style sort of overwhelms everything, in my opinion. But sitting at the table with Austin Butler who played Elvis was Priscilla Presley and Lisa Marie Presley. And I remember thinking, my God, they both look terrible. That's superficial, whatever. But they both look terrible. Lisa Marie Presley's in her 70s, or not Lisa Marie, um, Priscilla Presley's in her 70s. And she has had a lot of work done. She's at least in her 70s. She has had a lot of work done. And it looks like it. And at a certain point, It becomes bad, and that's where Priscilla Presley was. And Lisa Marie Presley just looked, I don't know, not healthy, shall we say. Now, they're saying cardiac arrest. I don't know how many 54-year-olds have cardiac arrest. It's possible. But I suspect we'll find out maybe in the next few days that there might have been something more to it. Still, I'm not saying that she deserved to die or anything like that. It's sad that she died. She led a very weird life because of who her parents were and any kid that kind of celebrity that level of celebrity there aren't many thankfully but that level of celebrity is going to lead a screwed up life but 54 is too young from natural causes or unnatural causes but the the golden globe she was not not stable warning signs anyway in the uh, time we have left ladies and gentlemen as we run out of time I want to play you something from Kevin McCarthy. You get a lot of grief from Kevin. Kevin McCarthy gets a lot of grief, mostly from posturing people. Look, I, I don't doubt that Chip Reed's criticisms of of uh, Kevin McCarthy are genuine and sincere. But anybody in the media is like, oh, I don't trust this Kevin McCarthy. I don't know. He's establishment. Those people are posturing. I know. I'm not supposed to pull the curtain back. But they're posturing. That's it. They're pandering to you. Don't fall for it. Demand something genuine, for God's sakes. Oh, he's so establishment. When Kevin McCarthy does something good, though, you got to point it out. 99% of the time, you're going to agree with Kevin McCarthy anyway. And I know Some people were like, no, oh, I, I hate the guy. Really? On the weekends, I bet you'd hang out. You'd golf with him if you could. You'd go to the gym with him. Anyway, Kevin McCarthy was asked... And it's weird how he's asked this. He's asked about uh, why are those mean, mean old Republicans kicking off sweet, sweet, nourishing Democrats off the House Intelligence Committee? Why, it's just wrong. Eric Swalwell has nothing but the nation's best interests in mind, which is a load of post-digested food. But what are you going to do? He handles this beautifully about Swalwell and Schiff. Um, He calls him Schiff. I don't know if it's an accident or a Freudian slip or whatever. But he also calls out the media on this and how, when, like, it was pointed out and exposed and reported that Eric Swalwell had had an affair with a Chinese communist spy, a CHICOM agent, and was put on the, even though they knew that, Democrats said, nope, he's our guy, we're putting him on the Intelligence Committee. There was no real inquisition of Democrats like, what the hell, man? You could, you could come up with somebody better than this guy? And uh, he points out rightly that in the private sector, you can get a security clearance. A lot of people have security. It makes you more marketable in certain industries to have a security clearance. So you can be in various meetings and whatnot and see certain things, use certain computer programs. Eric Swalwell could not get a security clearance. That didn't matter to Democrats. Actually, given his associations... Barack Obama couldn't have gotten a security clearance given in the private sector, given now his handling of secure documents and the fact that he shared an address, at least on paper, with his crack addict son who had all sorts of strange business ties to overseas people that he didn't have any expertise in their industry. It's highly unlikely that Joe Biden could have gotten a security clearance or could get a security clearance today, too. But that's not the world we live in. Just worth pointing out. Listen to Kevin McCarthy hammer both Swalwell and Schiff and the press beautifully. Let me phrase something very direct to
3: you. If you got the briefing I got from the FBI, you wouldn't have Swalwell on any committee. And you're going to tell me other Democrats couldn't fill that slot? He cannot get a security clearance in the private sector. So would you like to give him a government clearance? You ask me questions about Santos. You ask the questions about Swalwell. Not only was he getting a clearance, he was inside an intel committee. He had more information than the majority of all the members. Did you ever raise that issue? No, but you should have. You're gonna tell me there's 200 other Democrats that couldn't fill that slot? But they kept him on it. The only way that they even knew it came forward is when they went to nominate him to the intel committee. And then the FBI came and told the leadership then, he's got a problem. And they kept him on. That jeopardized all of us. Adam Schiff openly lied to the American public. He told you he had proof. He told you he didn't know the whistleblower. He put America for four years an impeachment that he knew was a lie. At the same time we had Ukraine, at the same time we had Afghanistan collapse. Was that the role of the Intel Committee? No. So what I am doing with the Intel Committee, bringing it back to the jurisdiction it's supposed to do, forward-looking to keep this country safe, keep the politics out of it.
0: So yes, I'm doing exactly what we're supposed to do. Yes, he is. And it's handled beautifully. You throw it back on these people. You throw it back on these reporters. Did you ever ask about Eric Swalwell? Did it bother you that he couldn't get a clearance in the private sector? Did it bother you that he's, you know, had an affair? He wasn't married, so it's not like he was cheating on his wife. But that he had an affair, a liaison, he was caught in a honey trap. Does it bother you at all? Does it bother any of these people that Joe Biden shared an office in Georgetown with a Chinese communist businessman? friend of hunters who helped biden secure hundreds of millions of money that in industry to invest here here go start a why don't you go start a hedge fund i don't know anything about a hedge fund but if you're willing to give me a billion dollars to play with and discover and try and figure it out yeah all right fine let's do it hey let's get an office together let's get your dad in that office too hey yeah no that's fine he can look he can use it for storage what's the problem well now we know the problem all of this stuff was out there. Nobody bothered to ask about it. And it was, you know, people knew that uh, Joe Biden did share an office with this guy in Georgetown, at least on paper. They didn't have a problem with it. They never bothered to ask about it. It hasn't been reported in the pages of the New York Times. They don't give it to him. It's really miraculous to watch it's amazing to watch as they do this as the the uh you have to be an expert at yoga to be able to twist yourself into the shapes the democrats twist themselves into in order to try to pretend that they're honest people honest brokers in any way shape or form it's bizarre not surprising but bizarre Lastly, today, just really quickly, I, this story—it hits close to where I used to live in Hamtramck, Michigan. It's weird. Hamtramck, Michigan, used to be a Polish enclave of Detroit. It's its own little city, but it's completely contained inside Detroit. And it was straight up as where you know kielbasa's were made, and everything. it was just Polish. Now it's Muslim. I don't know what happened. Dearborn was Muslim. Was Lebanese. And now Dearborn is too, but so is now Hamtramck. I don't know what happened to Hamtramck when it changed. But this story, Associated Press residents of a Detroit, Detroit area community with a large Muslim population can sacrifice animals at home for religious purposes. Hamtramck City Council expressly approved the practice three to two Tuesday, another step in recognizing a cultural shift in a city whose 20th century history was shaped by Polish immigrants. So we really need animal sacrifice? Is that it? Is that where we are as a society? I'm not Islamic, so I don't know what Muslim faith is, but it says, Muslims often slaughter animals, typically goats or sheep, or pay someone to do it for them during the holy holiday of Eid al-Hattah. Meat is shared with family and friends and the poor. So now you can do that in your home. I don't do we re- really this is where we are as a society celebrate diversity by slaughtering animals sacrificing animals. at least they eat it i guess but still it seems what century is it all right that is enough for today we'll get into everything else tomorrow including the news that uh well we'll get into all of it we have the poll results but the business to take care of it's a weekend man uh, and I've been napping, and I started the gym, and it's just, his wife has been through I'll get into all of it tomorrow. But I do have the poll results. The poll results are, keep the show the same length, so I'm going to keep the show the same length. Makes it easier, I guess, just keep doing what you're doing, keep on trucking and all of that. Then we have the little matter of my book versus Mike Lee's book, and Mike Lee can suck it, man. Mike Lee can. I, I think you're all crazy. It's weird to me that anybody wants, you know, my book or thinks that, like, that's desi- and You can buy it for like 10 bucks. But I'm flattered wildly. Someday I'll come across the box. I think I have like four or five more of them. I, where the hell they are, I don't know. So, uh, yeah, if you, uh, it was the overwhelming choice. And I'm going to butcher the winner's name. So sorry in advance, Craig castingway i don't I don't think I'm pronouncing that right, but in any event, you know who you are, and you now have a message from me saying, "I need your address so I can send you an autographed copy of my book and if and you want me to write anything in particular in there, since I have yet put yet to put pen to paper, if and you want me to put anything particular in there, you can uh, tell me. And I'll do it all within the bounds of good taste. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Also, uh, that means that Mike Lee sticks around for another week. And this week, he's got some stiff competition in the world of academia. the are really smart, big-brained people. He's been a guest on this program. And he writes these books that are the definitive story of elections. And this one is no different. His name is David Petruccia, and the book is Roosevelt Sweeps Nation, FDR's 1936 Landslide and the Triumph of the Liberal New Deal. Now, I've had him on to talk about 1920, the year of the six presidents, and uh, he's a super smart guy, knows his stuff, and this is a history book. He was nice enough when this came out to just send me, he's friends of, of my friend Dean, to send me this uh, two copies of it so one is for me and one is for ye uh, so check it out it's actually a very thick substantial book and it's ex. i have it on uh audiobook i have already listened to it twice i go through all of my david Petruccia ones and i listened I just finished arnold rothstein for the second time it's like the third or fourth i'm dumb enough that the third or fourth time then the stuff starts to stick but they're fascinating books great names too bainbridge colby still remains one of my all-time favorite names of these people from our history that uh we're real people so uh check it out at patreon.com slash hunter podcast or DerekHunterLocals.com. i have gotten an email a couple of emails. And uh, one in particular from my tax guy. He's not really my tax guy, but I've bothered him with tax questions, listens to the show. And he said, you should tell people they could enter twice, enter more, spend more, donate more, enter more. And, uh, you, well, you're, there's nothing stopping you. First of all, I'll tell you a dirty little, you can enter, you can support the show at patreon.com slash Podcast or DerekHunter.Locals.com. And, uh, therefore you would and you enter on both sites and then you could enter twice. There's literally nothing stopping you from entering multiple times too, unless it's really obvious that you, uh, just that, but yeah, you can, you can support the show in any form you want and any way you want. And I want to give a shout out to, uh, I just got this in the mail. Let's just say that uh, I'm going to to write him a letter because I can't find any way to contact. He's never contacted me via email, as far as I can tell. But uh, Dr. James Branco, thank you very much. I really, really appreciate that. He uh, sent me, say, a nice Christmas card to the uh, radio station at WCBM, and I just got that sent to me. So thank you very much, Dr. Branco. Let us uh, get out of here because, good Lord, it's cold. I'll uh, see you tomorrow. I think everything. I don't know. I'll figure it out. If I miss something, I'll fix it tomorrow. Have a great one. Thank you.